Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome in. Happy Monday. It is the CHGO Bears podcast presented by PointsBet. Use promo code CHGO when you sign up to get two risk-free bets up to $2,000. Nick, how you doing? Good. Hogue here. We are chilling Hawaiian style because uh, Will DeWitt is back. He almost didn't make it back, but he did make it back. He did. We were questioning whether or not Will would make it, but he's in the bubble. I am in the bubble, and I am excited to be back, guys. Adam, like you said, we had a 20-hour delay in San Francisco on the way back. Whew. But, yeah, it, it sucked. Like I, I told Nick, like if I actually got into the details, it would be the entire show. So I'm going to save everyone those details. But the only one that's worth noting is 20 hours of my time apparently equals getting to meet Robbie Gold for, I think it's like the second time in my life I've actually got to meet him. But at the airport, we shared a flight home. The only difference was, of course, Robbie, first class, and I was sitting back in the good old economy section. Mm, so Robbie was, you, you saw Robbie in San Francisco. He's probably coming back to Chicago because he does live here. Yes. Um, probably getting done with all the 49ers offseason activities and uh, coming back. So let me... Let me try to figure out the – did you take the overnighter from Hawaii to San Francisco and then get stuck there that morning and you weren't able to get get out until yeah. later that night? Close. So we took the late afternoon flight into San Francisco, supposed to take the red line into Chicago, missed our connecting flight by seven minutes. They wouldn't oh. hold it for us. And took four and a half hours to talk to customer service. Six hours to get us to a hotel, and then another 15 hours until we actually were able to get back on a plane. It was a long day. Wow. Wow. With a baby. With a baby yeah. and grandma. Yeah. And grandma. You know, I yeah. will say, um, <laughs> going to, oh, that's amazing. <laughs> hey, how did you get these photos? I did not send them in. We got Will uh, participating in the luau. Ah. That's, yeah, I don't know how surf- you guys oh, took Oh, look these. at that, Will. Can you surf, Will? If I worked on my knee that I messed oh. up in flag football in college, maybe. But it's just not stable enough with those oh. weights like that. See, I, I don't know about – I'm calling you out on that one. I got a knee injury, and <laughs> I still go out wake surfing every summer. Did I've you get at least surgically repaired? Because I was 18 with no health insurance, and I couldn't afford <laughs> it. Yeah. Okay. That's <laughs> another thing I've never done. Surfing. Yeah. Add it to the list of things you that have, I've never uh, done. You haven't lived. Yeah, what is cool? Oh, that was. I boogieboarded. That was cool. Okay, kneeboarding just sounds painful. Um, You can see the tan right here. They just keep coming. They just keep on coming. These uh, exclusive photos that you can only see on the YouTube version (laughs) of the CHGO Bears show. But yeah, look at that, Will. Uh, Nice tan. Um, Yeah, look at that. We, we, yeah. For those listening to the podcast, we have photos of Will surfing, doing a luau. Uh, Now he appears to have done a professional photo shoot. (laughs) <laughs> um, with a nice Hawaiian shirt. Way more Hawaiian shirt than whatever that shirt was the White Sox had at their game over the weekend. That was, oh, I did see that. It was advertised as a Hawaiian shirt. It was, it was something. definitely more of a bowling shirt Oh yeah, than yeah. Hawaiian shirt. And honestly, if they had marketed it as, here's its ugly bowling shirt day, I would have been like, sweet. Very fitting. Give me that same exact shirt. But they said it was Hawaiian shirt. It had like one small flower on it, and they're like, that like makes it Hawaiian. The, 
Yeah, no, because there were also <laughs> pizza slices on it. Like, uh, what? I don't know what was happening. Were, were pineapples on the pizza? I guess that would characterize it. Maybe. 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 Um, yeah, well, I'm, we're glad you had a great trip. I am extremely jealous. That makes two CHGO employees who have enjoyed the uh, beautiful shores of Maui in the past month, and uh, we have not. Yeah, the other one, Lawrence, uh, we had an intense ping pong match before the show. And he actually is now boycotting the show. Yeah, that, yep, he's boycotting the show. Um, we have Kevin Wells producing today because yep. Lawrence quit. Doesn't like losing. He quit five minutes before the show because he lost to you. Yeah, it's unfortunate. It happens. It's 100% accurate story. Yes. Um, all right. We do have a ton of Bears talk for you today. It is Bears mini camp week. Uh, and it'll all start tomorrow. So today's kind of our preview episode. It's good to have Will back to jump in because we want to hear what everyone has to say, what they're anticipating this week, what the schedule is as such. Um, it's almost like a game week sort of situation where you have three main practices mm-hmm. and two longer ones. Typically in a game week, it would be Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. This will be Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. So Tuesdays and Wednesdays practice will be a little bit longer. Friday, they're going to be a little bit earlier in the morning and probably shorter. And then um, they'll break for six weeks. Next yeah. thing we'll know will be training camp. But um, lots of, to look forward to this week. And um, we did briefly want to touch on uh, a couple other things from the weekend, though, because we had uh, four baseball games. The Vernon Hills Man. Red Sox. Actually, we've only had three. The fourth one's today. I mean, oh, I was wow. including that in the weekend because it was four days, four Continue. games in four days. Um, so, you know, it's going okay. We need to we need to bounce back a little bit better against the A's today. I'd say. Um, and then I don't know anything about this, but it says in my notes that Nick, you went to Woodstock. I did. I'm assuming that's not the uh, very famous musical festival, but instead Woodstock, Illinois. You're right, Adam. Okay. Yeah, no, I, I asked my dad. I'm like, hey, wait, Woodstock. I've heard of that before, and obviously I was joking. But, yeah, Woodstock, Illinois. Um, it was for my girlfriend's uh, – her job was sponsoring an event, so I had to go out there, drive there. And they had these raffle prizes that you can win, and there was, like, cool coolers that were, like, Sam Adams and and some, some other beers, and then they had a Weber grill. I'm like, I'm going to win that Weber grill. By the time the raffle goes on, I end up getting a inflatable that had pizzas on it. And I was, it was funny. I was telling my girlfriend, like, I hope I just don't get the inflatable. And it ended up being that I got the inflatable. Didn't get the Weber Wait, grill. inflatable what? It's just like just an inflatable for the, just a water. Like a like tube? A, a tube. I don't even know what shape it is. But it has pizzas <laughs> on it, and I don't think I'll ever use it. So I was kind of disappointed that, you know, I didn't get the Weber grill. It wasn't the cool color that you have, the oh, blue, yeah. but. Yeah, the retro. Weber grill, retro so. version. Yeah. Um. That's By the way, I, mean. I think I could say this, but our our friends at Weber are going to be out at that White Sox tailgate. Ooh, which I will with not us be next week. So just tease tease there. You guys should join. I'm going to be. Are you guys going? I will be in Punta Cana. Oh, so. that's right. No, sorry. <laughs> you have to tell me, Adam, based off of our schedule. I'll find out later today. Yeah, it sounds like you're going to be there. Will sounds great. It sounds <laughs> like I've been given the power to choose whether or not you'll be there, which is a lot of pressure. It does feel that way. But, yes. uh, yeah, no, I will definitely be out there, and I'm looking forward to it. I just uh, – Forget about the game. I was going to say, if I could just skip actually going to the game and watching that brand of baseball, that'd be fine. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do love going to the ballpark. We'll have a good time. All right. So, this week, Bears mini camp. I think the – we're all going to kind of go through our questions, what we want to see, but I'm sure the one that we're all going to say and anticipate is whether or not Robert Quinn – will be in attendance. It is mandatory, which means you can be fined if you don't show up. You don't necessarily have to be fined. The team can theoretically excuse you. Um, It's happened in some other situations. Baker Mayfield, I believe, has Mm -hmm. been excused from Brown's uh, veteran minicamp. The Jaguars did something very interesting. Doug Peterson down there as the Jaguars' new coach, he excused all of the veterans, almost all of the veterans. He said, we're just going to take the week, work with the rookies, and he said select veterans will still be there. So that probably is like that, you know, the 10 veterans you have on your team that kind of fill out the roster. Mm-hmm. Can still use the development. But 
probably anyone making any substantial money uh, as a veteran <laughs> has been excused from Jaguars minicamp, which is interesting because that is a new coaching staff. They are going through turnover there. Can probably use every practice they could get. Also a unique situation, though, because so much damage was done last year during the Urban Meyer saga Lots. that it, in that specific case, I could see why it's um, a head coach trying to get some goodwill mm-hmm. from an older, better-paid roster, too. Remember, that's a team that went out and signed a bunch money. of guys oh, yeah. um, where the Bears are much more of a younger, kind of prove-it type team, which is why they got in trouble with the OTAs. Basically, I, I plan on being in Hellas Hall these next three days yeah. because I don't think that's going to happen in the Bears situation. But like you said, it's a nice way for the veterans to go home, and now you have these next six weeks until training yep. camp. I do I wonder, I Will, though, if there's a scenario in which Robert Quinn really says, I don't want to be there, I don't want to risk injury, and they excuse him because they're still trying to figure out what to do with Robert Quinn maybe before camp starts. And I'd be fine with that personally. Like, let him go ahead, rest up, continue. I mean, he had a record-breaking season a year ago. He's someone that we know has a history of back injuries that he's dealt with too. So anything you can do to limit that, I'd be fine with. And honestly, giving the opportunity to someone like an Alquadine Muhammad, Travis Gibson, Dominique Rob- Dominic Robinson, just to get out there and get some more uh, reps going up against the ones, I'd be more than happy allowing those young guys to get those de- developmental reps and allowing Robert Quinn to uh, not attend, whether that means the Bears are figuring out what they're going to do with him or whether he just gets the rest. Like it, To me, it would be a non-issue. To me, though, like if he doesn't show up, like the speculation continues whether or oh, not yeah. Robert Quinn will be a part of this team come week one when the regular season actually starts. And... You know, like, honestly, Adam, if he doesn't show up for these next three days and Eberflus says, oh, you know, he's working on his body, whatever he may say, if that's the case, you know, I'll, I'll still be wondering whether or not 94 yeah. will be a part of this team. And we talked about it. Like, you just don't trade Robert Quinn and get, you know, a, a sixth or seventh round draft pick. He's more valuable to the team, I think, than one of those lower round draft picks would be. So if he doesn't show up, I, I think that just continues to raise the speculation whether or not he'll be a part of this team. Yeah. And I see that um, note from Yule on the screen right there. It's an automatic fine for all vets that don't show except for medical conditions. 50K fine for vets, 40K for rookies. Um, it's not necessarily automatic. Teams don't have to fine you. They can. It's up to the team. I mean, they. it, it gives them a, um, a, a fine schedule to do it. And it says, okay, and the reason why – it's quote-unquote automatic in that you can't, like, do any more than that. That's what the, you know, the rules say, what's been agreed upon with the NFLPA. These are the three days where the veterans have to be there. It's mandatory, and if they don't show up, the team can find you that much. But there are situations um, where they don't find them. And Robert Quinn's been a good teammate. Yeah. Um, I'm actually trying to think of a scenario – I think if Robert Quinn shows up on his own or is just there, even if he's not necessarily even practicing, it at least shows you that he's willing to um, work with the Bears on Mm -hmm. a potential solution to all this, or he's willing to play for the Bears even if it comes to that. If he's not there and there's still not a lot of answers, I think that that adds credence to the idea that Robert Quinn wants to be, like, 100% won't play down for the Bears, wants to play for another team. And and that, that's, I think, the hard thing for us to figure out right now is a lot of, there's a lot of sense in the idea of can they mutually figure out a solution and do it together. And that's, to me, that's the most likely scenario that the Bears are in right now with Robert Quinn because Robert Quinn also doesn't seem like one of those players who's gonna just totally put his foot in the ground and be like no 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 I'm not helping you guys out in any way um and I do think it would be important until and we talked a little bit about this last week until he's actually traded if he is actually traded to have him around continuing to work with Travis Gibson to work with Dominique Robinson uh, just even if he's only here for another few months yeah. And he ends up playing 
17 games this season for a different team. Just to squeeze that amount of time you still have them on the roster with some of these younger guys, I do think is beneficial for the Bears. I think so, I too. think that's a good point, Adam, too. Like, him being a player-coach type of person on this team and a role model and that veteran presence that, you know, edge is a very important uh, position uh, for every team, too. And for him to continue to coach up some of these young bucks would be huge, even if, like you said, even if it is only for a few months. So, no, I like it. Oh, we're all collectively thinking this as well. Is like, what's the offensive line going to look like this week, right? Because we had a little bit of a, a shuffle uh, in the last um, OTA practice with Braxton Jones playing starting left tackle. You had Larry Borm at the right tackle. Tevin Jenks was at the second team. So what does it look like this week, these next three practices before they kind of go off to the break? Is Tevin Jenkins back with the first team, which I'm kind of expecting him to be back at right tackle, but – how does that all shape up, and what does that mean moving forward for the Bears' offensive line? Yeah, I think um, I I I will I think it will say more if the uh, line is the same as it was last week. You know what I mean? Like I yeah. I, I think that that um, in some ways, and I say this, we haven't been able to really watch what Tevin Jenkins is doing on a daily basis or. You know, I, I just find it hard to believe that he has done anything legitimate to lose, you know, first team reps when they're not even wearing pads. Like what yeah, exactly, you know, unless yeah. it's stuff off the practice field, like commitment to lifting or and I don't want to even say that stuff out loud really because like it's not it wouldn't be fair to bring it <laughs> to bring it up. Um so I I have a feeling that it really was this idea that they're just trying yeah. different things while they have the time to do it during OTAs. And that would lead me to believe that when they get back in there for the three-day veteran minicamp, where things aren't necessarily ramped up all that much, but there's just a little bit more of a serious, more serious feel to veteran minicamp. Um, I would think that they go back to the line combination that I would say is most likely to be the combination when training camp starts which is Larry Borum at left tackle and Tevin Jenkins at right. Because if they start training camp with Braxton Jones, a fifth-round rookie at left tackle. Well, that tells you what they think of Larry Borum. Not, not necessarily Tevin Jenkins. If Tevin Jenkins, well, I guess it depends who's playing right tackle. Well, kind of mm -hmm. all of the above. Yeah. It, just, yeah, it's yep. like, it also says that they really like Braxton Jones. Yeah, that's, that's the other, other side of this thing too, right? And we don't know this too. Like we get one, except for this week, we get to go, go to all three practices. We don't know who was necessarily practicing in the other practices, even though right, last right. week was mm -hmm. what they had the, the day at uh, Wrigley and uh, a practice canceled. So even though that was the one practice and you got to go to, Adam, doesn't mean that Tevin Jenkins wasn't starting at right tackle with the first team on that Monday practice or whatever it may be. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I'm excited to see what you guys report out of how it's all this week with it. And like we said, like, Throughout OTAs, they've had the time to kind of play around, but this week is not time to play around. This week is taking all the data that you've collected, figuring out what's the best potential lineup, and going for it. What I would hope for three days and going there, and if it works out according to plan, that will be your starting five entering training camp and continuing to fine tune from there. But they should, if they have an idea of what it should look like in training camp, this is the week to start playing with it seriously. All right, well, we have a number of uh, – we have more things on the list of things we're looking forward to seeing this week. But first, want to tell you that the best way to support CHGO is to download the PointsBet app. Use code CHGO when you sign up. And if you do that right now, you'll get two risk-free bets up to $2,000. And that is not it. If you make a $50 or more first-time deposit, you'll receive a free CHGO membership, which unlocks all of our web content, and you'll even get – a free shirt of your choice from the CHGO Locker. I'm rocking the fire shirt today, That's guys. That's an awesome shirt. Love you it. You can even see this on uh, YouTube, but hope, hopefully you can. I love these. The Red Star shirt's awesome. I got that one for my wife. There you go. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good one. Um, and if you can't see them because you're listening to the podcast, that's okay. Check us out on YouTube at some point. Uh, our YouTube, CHGO YouTube channel, it's all there for you. So, and it's all brought to you by PointsBet. You use that code CHGO, you get $2,000 in free bets 
a free CHGO membership, and a free t-shirt from the CHGO Locker, all for making that first-time deposit at PointsBet. And if you have any questions, you can email pointsbet at allchgo.com. We will help you out. Your home for live in-play betting is even better than it was before because PointsBet has the live NBA same-game parlay. Still a minimum of two more games. Yeah, You can rock the live NBA same-game parlay, maybe three. There's a game tonight. Build it all with PointsBet. Combine your favorite bets Anytime during the game. You don't have to do it right before the game. You can do it during the game, and you can boost those same game parlays. Watch live, parlay live, boost live with PointsBet. Online sign-up is available in Illinois. Download the PointsBet app right now. Register your account from start to finish on your phone. What are you waiting for once the game starts? Don't just bet. Live your bet life with PointsBet. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. Personally, I hope there's three more games, and it goes in Golden State's favor. Because then our guy, Matt Peck, will win a buttload of money because he did it on points bet, and everybody wins when that happens. And more importantly, he'll just be completely right about oh, his yeah. pre-playoff prediction, which was Warriors beating the Celtics in seven. in seven. And if that happens, I don't care how much money he makes, he just earns our respect. And we have a party. I think we should have a party. Oh, and he has to, yeah, well, and he has to pay for the party with all the money he won yes. from points bet. He'll have plenty left over. Yeah. I have to tell you about our next partner, though, Athletic Greens. With one scoop of Athletic Greens, you are absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole foods, source superfoods, probiotics, adaptogens to help start your day off right. This mixture of ingredients helps your immune system, gives you energy, and improves your focus. And that's why I take my Athletic Greens, and you should too. What's awesome about Athletic Greens is that it costs less than a cup of coffee a day. Also, it helps support better sleep quality and recovery, which we all need. Right now, it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. It's just one scoop in a cup of water every day. That's it. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash Bears. Again, that is athleticgreens.com slash Bears. Take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutrition. All right, still have uh, my player grade of the day to bring you here in a little bit. We'll talk about Will's player preview uh, as well. But want to get through these other uh, things that we're looking for for minicamp. And I don't know which one of you put this into a rundown, but I completely agree with it. Can the offense stack some good days together? Because... This is good job, Will. This has been, um, it's tough because we haven't really seen it happen, but we also weren't allowed to watch all the practices in OTAs. Mm-hmm. So I don't really know how to weigh that. You know, it, you know, I don't want to. I don't want to accuse them of not having back-to-back good days when we weren't able to watch every practice. But then again, like we did get through a voluntary mini camp back in April. We've had the OTAs that have been open, and I think at a minimum, it is fair to say, and predictably so because we all expected this, the offense has been shaky at times. And um, I will get a much better picture of this once training camp starts and you're out there every day, chunks of days in a row, um, and you really build week on week and you see how things are really going. But until then, we do get three days in a row here. By the way, it's going to be hot as shit outside, too. Oh, my God. I'm going to die. I'm going I don't, to melt. Like, I like, wonder if, bad. I wonder if they're really going to practice that. Like, if it's really 98 degrees. I can't do that. I literally can't. <laughs> I just well, if can't. you can't stand there and watch practice, how do you expect I don't know. the I don't players about, to get through I'm practice? worried about me. Tarp yeah, I remember Nick was dying one day at training camp last year. Like, he had to go find shade. Heat and me do not mix very well. I like it when it's, you know, hot. But, like, that, that's that's, like... Maybe, maybe we'll get lucky with a lake breeze because I will. I, yeah. I will say the biggest, the the thing that's under those those that covered, um, the practices in Bourbonnais, and I've been to many of them. Right, where those Bourbonnais practice fields sat <laughs> was yeah. just like kind of like this low land where there's no trees. 
God. And there was never a breeze. It it also seemed like so like it just right where that happened to be, it would just be like the sun's hottest rays yeah. just came down on that practice field and anybody under it's it was like, like all the humidity would sit right there. By moving it to Lake the, by moving it to Lake Forest, you have a chance. It's like the complete opposite. Where like I don't know how to explain it other than if you were to tell me that like the temperature was the exact same at ONU and Bourbonnet as it was at House Hall, I guarantee you, you would feel a ten degree difference. You know, no, whether it's yeah. just a breeze coming off the lake or at least that's keeping the humidity down or something, like it, it is different. So maybe we'll get a little lucky and maybe there'll be some type of breeze and Lake Michigan will cool things down a little bit. I don't know. But it does look like it's gonna be hot. Anyway, speaking of hot, like hopefully the offense can catch a little bit fire this week, as you said, Adam. Thank you, Will. Yes, because they need to do that. Go ahead. <laughs> All right. Well, I saw at least the day that you were there, the offense struggled, but you were told that they had a good day either the Monday or Tuesday prior. And again, I've been on vacation. I have not been on my phone too much, but that's at least uh, my understanding of how things kind of fared uh, a week ago. So you have three days. I think if the offense struggles two out of the three it's fair to question if that's been kind of the standard so far where they have maybe one good day for every two bad days but if they can go out there and show at least i say quality play for two of these days for you they don't have to be consecutive if it's the first and the last day i don't care but if they can show that that would give me a lot of confidence heading into training camp that things are progressing as they should be and also i know the defense is a little bit ahead of the offense right now and i expected that but still, like, for Justin's sake, for the sake of this offense and their collective confidence moving forward, and I think for the Bears fans and the public awareness too, like, for everyone's sake, like, we need to see a couple days of this offense that's showing us, like, hey, things are okay, we're progressing, and we're on track, and things are going to be better. Because if not, if we see the struggles, concerns are always going to be there. Doubts are always going to be there. So that's why I put this on this list. I'll take it uh, to the other side of the ball. Obviously, be paying attention to what happens to the offense, but I'm curious who's getting those, and maybe it doesn't matter too much now, you guys, but who gets the first team reps at the nickel corner? That's still a comp- that's heavy competitions happening right there, whether it's Tavon Young, Thomas Graham, guys like that vying for that, that first team rep, but who maybe starts there, and is it consistent throughout these three days? And again, we'll see what happens in training camp, but just be eyeing that position uh, specifically just to see where the Bears are thinking and who can maybe, I don't know, put themselves in position to win that job. Yeah, I um, I don't know if it's necessarily a concern. Let me ask you this, Nick, because you've been out there. Like, I haven't noticed anyone really shine. Mm-hmm. And that's like such a key at the nickel spot. And it's such a key position in this in this defense um and I still find it so much surprising and a little bit concerning that unless something drastically different happens between now and when they open up training camp like they really do seem like they are jumping into uh this season with question marks at best at the nickel and at the three technique, two very important positions in Matt Eberflus's defense. I'll say this. I think once we see one of the guys getting more of those consistent reps, I think you'll start to see one of the guys start to be the front runner because I feel like every two or three plays are switching guys. So you're never really getting that consistency and being out there constantly so you can stack good plays together. It's not like every play is going to the nickel corner. So I'm not going to be concerned about it yet, but if it's in training camp, we're seeing this fluctuation in and out. There goes Tavon Young. Here comes Thomas Graham. Hey, throw Kindle, whoever. Like, that's where it could be a little concerning. But until one guy at least gets a series or two, then I think I can make a better judgment of whether or not the Bears can have some, some issues at nickel corner. Because I think they have some guys that are – that can play the position, especially Tavon Young if he's healthy. But um, as of right now, I, yeah, like I said, I'm going to see what, they, what they're kind of doing these next three days. It speaks volumes to me that you mentioned all those guys, and I did not hear Duke Shelley's name once 
as no. someone that can play in the nickel position. But we had the same exact uh, situation a year ago, like entering training camp, and we had no idea who was going to hold down that fort. Nick and I had those conversations on the podcast, and unfortunately, no one really made themselves a strong case. And for the Bears' sake, like someone hopefully will jump out. I expect Young to be the player to win this position. You know, I don't know if it's because, like you said, Nick, they can't get into a groove or a rhythm because they're going in and out so consistently. Uh, but once we get to training camp, actually this week, like when we get through mini camp, like you let me know, like who's playing nickel, how often it is and how they're looking, because that's what I put on the list too, because that's the biggest position battle that I'm paying attention to on defense. And then when you're looking at others too, you mentioned three tech with Justin Jones, hopefully he can make a, you know, a good case for himself here this week too, and showing that he's progressing, he's coming along, but we mentioned Robert Quinn and I know I said, it'd be nice to see some of these younger guys get those additional reps. But without him, it's also, I guess, a little bit more difficult to gauge that if they expect Quinn to play, who's that number two opposite of him and who's that first man off the bench in a rotation? Like, those are questions that we may not get answers to this week. No, and I think a lot of this, uh, I mean, we're definitely getting to the point, said it last week too, need training camp to be here mm -hmm. to evaluate yep. a lot of this. And I can't wait because there is so, I mean, the benefit of having, the benefit for us to having a team this young with this many question marks that's probably not going to be that great is it makes training camp extremely interesting oh, because yeah. they have a lot of young guys uh, in a huge rookie class, too, um, where, I mean, even last week, I'm looking at the roster and be like, I have literally never heard of that player. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like Because they had assigned so many. We're still catching up on the 11 draft picks. Before we even got to the undrafted free agents. Oh, so yeah. to learn everything there's to learn about these guys, um, it takes some time, and there's only so many practices that we've been able to see. So training camp in that regard is going to be pretty awesome, I think, for us to watch. All right, well, one guy we know very, very well because he is the longest-tenured bear on the entire roster. Almost. Uh, what's that, Will? I said almost. Almost. He was drafted the same, yeah, same class as Cody Whitehair. Oh, uh, so Cody's Cody. technically. Yeah, see, yeah, if they're, if they're like tag. twins in the draft class, then technically Co yeah. Cody would be the oldest twin here. 2016. Okay, so tied, I guess. No, it's like twins, like I said. Like, but yes, tied. Like they play, they've been here for the same amount of time. <laughs> um, who signed their contract first? Let's go figure it out. Yeah, yeah, there, yeah there you first. go. <laughs> well, Whitehair was definitely drafted first, but I bet you DHC signed his contract first. Mm. Yeah, I have no idea. I'm not tracking no. when when they're signing their rookie until like these rookies, yes. But once they're signed, I don't yeah, ever no, worry about that ever again. Uh, anyway, we talked about DeAndre Houston Carson a little bit last week because he was one of Will's player profile guys, and uh, we're gonna bring him up again because it's time to follow up with my 2021 grade on DHC, and he did. He's kind of like right where he should be, mm -hmm. right? Yep. Um, he is a special teams ace, a guy you love on the roster, and you're hoping that he can, you know, give you some depth. So, you know, if he's in that fringe starter range, which he just – he's on the low end of that, uh, at least he was last season. But um, you're feeling you're, – that's a valuable guy still on your roster. Um, and as time has gone on, he has developed into more and more, I feel like, of a legitimate depth piece – on the defense, and, you know, he's still, I don't think you want him starting mm -hmm. consistently. I think you're risking it a little bit if he's your, you know, you're like third safety and he's got to back up both positions, which may actually be the case, you know, this year, it's, if that's a question. Um, and now, you know, we, we should say tied for the longest tenure tied. bear. But I actually think DHC is a great fit with his coaching staff. He's just the type of guy that really any coaching staff you bring in is going to like him. Um, but so there's your player grade for the day. I'll turn it to you, Will. You had a great preview on him that we actually talked about while you are in Hawaii. But you, I think you're a big DHC fan and for what he brings and what he's been for the Bears. 
Yeah, I mean, Shades of Sherrick McManus, like there's so many parallels between these two uh, that I can go on for days. The one that Adam mentioned is the fact that he can fit with any coaching staff. Like Sherrick had a knack for staying here no matter all the coaching turnover and turmoil. And I think, you know, DeAndre here is very much in the same boat. But Adam, you hit it, you know, that special teams ace, he's played in over 72% of those special teams snaps every season since 2017. But when he's been thrust into playing time, like he hasn't been like bad. He's been average. And of course, you want to improve from that. But it does provide you with that quality depth. Like I call him DeAndre in the spot. Like when he's out there, he's making plays, whether it's getting an interception, a pivotal pass breakup, uh, a fumble recovery for a touchdown. Like he's always around the football, uh, which I think is, you know, a testament to his knowledge. He's a very smart player. And he's always in the right spot in the position, which helps to make up for some of those. I see the lack of like the high end athletic traits that you're looking for for a starting safety. That kind of helps them compensate just uh, a little bit. But yeah, uh, that's I mean, DHC is who he's always been here in Chicago, right? He's the number one guy in special teams, although the Bears have a few guys now that I think can really contend for that role, whether it be a Matthew Adams, a Dane Krukshank uh, as well. But you know, I really appreciate DeAndre Houston Carson and the type of player he is and who he is in that locker room. And I, I met his wife at training camp last year. I made sure to share all those sentiments to her and to pass it forward to him, too, because uh, he's a good dude inside and out. And yeah, like like you said, Adam, someone that fringe starter, good backup piece, but really where he makes his mark is special teams, but if you have to play him, if for some reason he has to go out there, whether it be for an injury, whether it be a sub package or a breather, like you can, you can like feel like, okay about that, you know, decision, him being out there. Like, and that's not a bad thing. Not a bad thing. Um, I mentioned last time we talked about him, probably good for Elijah Hicks and how to make this team what he needs to do. Adam, as I kind of look over this direction, I keep noticing the guy without a shirt who's just sunbathing over there, but that has nothing to do with oh, Elijah wow. Hicks. He's just having a grand old time out there, but he was, had his foot up. I'm like, okay, that's going to be me later. Before we go to the He CHL almost looks completely game. naked, I got to say. He actually, at this <laughs> position, he, he kind of does. Now I understand. Now, now, you know like, I look at you, I'm talking to you, and then I just can't help but see the guy I that's understand there. why you're so distracted. <laughs> at, at first, I was like, what are you looking at? And I'm just glad I'm <laughs> facing this way. Yeah, I mean, I, I can't not see him because I just no he is right I need an eye patch your line of vision yep so that's that's creepy um yeah that's all I got (laughs) actually um before we continue back to this Bears conversation I have to tell you all about points bet if you enjoy CHGO one way to help us to continue to grow is to download the points bet app and use code CHGO when you sign up not only are you going to get two risk-free bets up to two thousand dollars but if you make a $50 or more first-time deposit, you'll receive a free CHGO membership, which unlocks all of our web content, and you'll even get a free shirt of your choice from the CHGO locker. What are you guys plotting over there? I have no idea. If you have any questions, email pointsbet at allchgo.com, and we'll help you out. And in case you missed it, online sign-up is available in Illinois. You'll be signing up with the fastest sportsbook, easier than ever, so you can start living your bet life in seconds. So what are you waiting for? Once the game starts, don't just bet. Live your bet life with points bet. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 522 4700. Wow. What's up? What were you laughing at? Uh, I think we're about to see in a, in a few seconds here. For our YouTube, there we go. Oh, wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> nice. Oh, he's inside now. See, he was watching the show, saw that. He's like, let me get inside. That's what's going on here. I almost feel oh, awkward. I, I, I don't know. Okay, so he is wearing pants, though. Not <laughs> you, 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 you sure? Yo, y'all wilding right now. <laughs> so that's what I was laughing at earlier. The comment made me laugh. <laughs> I couldn't help it. I mean, it, I don't know. I'm sorry. Uh, but for those of you that I mean, are on I YouTube bet. was able to see that photo of the uh, man we were just talking about, um, <laughs> imagine that being like as, as, I mean, yeah, as Nick's looking at me, it's like, that's what he's seen right. It's impassable unless no. That's the uh, line of sight he has. So sorry. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what did I just join? <laughs> <laughs> CHGO baby. Welcome here. Sorry, we, Devin. We sorry, love Devin. You. Hey, um, is that Matt Nagy? Oh gosh. <laughs> he does look like he could qualify for uh, Matt yep, Nagy's yep, coaching he's got staff the look. because there were he's like ten the... bald oh, coaches on that. Team. Yeah. When when we, they first started. 
the coaching staff there in 2018, I'm like, oh, sh- oh crap. Like, you got to really focus in on which one's Nagy and which one isn't. Oh, the Matt Nagy comments are flying in. That's awesome. Oh, boy. Here we go. There's a lot of them. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, yep, I, here I, we go. I'm almost mad that I didn't think of that myself. That's good. <laughs> um, all right. So, Will, while you were gone, we were just plowing through your player profiles every day. Yes. Um, I know. But now you're here. So you get to introduce your own player profile and tell us all about the guy that uh, you Preview. detailed at allchgo.com, which is the uh, the more PG content we have for you compared to the uh, stuff that Nick's throwing up on our screen here on YouTube. Yeah, that was gonna be- just, just, just a little bit here. But, yeah, and all these articles are free, by the way, for you know anyone in the world to go uh, give a look. Uh, which is something, you know, I wanted to make sure that we did with all these player previews. But yeah, today is Al-Qadin Muhammad, who's coming over from the Colts. I don't know how you guys have been setting the, these up. Any tips, advice before I get into this? You were muted there. I asked, how have you been setting these up? Any tips for me? Or do you want me to just do a rundown? I just want to know oh, how, you, you how just, you guys want to do this. Whatever you want to highlight about Al-Qadin Muhammad, we have your article up too, so you can go check that out on all CHDO, but... Yeah, just give us okay. uh, the lowdown. Yeah, I just want to make sure. I don't know if you want me to like, read it and like narrate it. I didn't expect it, but Ooh. you never know. Ooh, I mean, look, typically we would talk about how jealous we were that you were in Hawaii and we were not. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we, always we, got right up. we would complain about that for a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, then we guess at what you were doing, you know, jumping out of helicopters or whatever the heck you're doing. I did cliff jump. Whether you come back, I did, I did that cliff jump, and that was a lot of fun. Thirty feet into the water, I thought I was going to die, um, but I didn't. I talked <laughs> my wife. I would do it too. I would do it. Sounds like fun. It, like I told Nick before we went live, like in my gut, the only way I can explain the feeling I had was like, yeah, this is death. Like your body like freaks out almost because you jump off this cliff. Like you know you're not supposed to do it. But anywho, Alquidi Muhammad. Speaking of a cliff, he's a cliff of a man. No, that was a stretch. But anyway. <laughs> Uh, something I want to point out, like he is, he's been average. Like he's not a great player in this league by any means, but he is someone that's continued to get better throughout his career. A lot due to the coaching from Matt Eberflus, that defense, that system. So in a way he's still going to be able to grow within it here. And also has a slight leg up over a a Travis Gibson too, who's learning it right now. Uh, But I I want to mention, like if you want uh, towards the bottom of that article, like I did, break down Muhammad and Gibson stats from a, a year ago. And they're nearly identical. Uh, you know, Gibson had one more sack. Uh, the total tackles were only at around, you know, four difference uh, in the edge of Muhammad. Uh, each of them had seven tackles for a loss. And Muhammad was able to get a quarterback a few more times with some additional hits. But that was not almost nearly double the amount of snaps uh, that Muhammad had over Travis Gibson. So Gibson's still someone that makes a bigger impact uh, per snap. Uh, overall, though, like when I look at him, uh, I looked at PFF and his uh, overall pressures, which were 37 last year. That was 44th of all edge players who played at least 342 snaps. Uh, and when I looked at some of his, like you know, his film throughout the last couple of years, he's someone that when he's making those plays, what I wish happened more were him making them in pivotal moments. Uh, it seemed like the game was either a wash one way or another when he's ended up getting some of these sacks, those forced fumbles as well. Uh, so I want to see him being able to step up in those bigger moments of games and make those impact plays felt there. I, I think that's one of my bigger questions for him moving forward as well. But, you know, he's a serviceable player who can get after a quarterback at a decent clip. Uh, and he's someone that will provide a lot of value in this Bears rotation. He's just not someone that I would expect to come from Indy to Chicago and go automatically to like a double digit sack kind of guy. He He's someone that I had, I think I put eight sacks for him. Uh, six sacks actually because i expect gibson to take a larger role but if there is no robert quinn that'll change uh as well that's still the biggest question around it too but yeah i mean that's kind of it like for you know muhammad at least for my end right like an average player who's more good than great but let's see with this new environment what he can kind of maybe grow into a little bit more and i do like his continued growth and ascension every year i just want to make sure it continues here in chicago instead of maybe plateauing a bit I think for me with Alquan D. Mohamed, and you mentioned Travis Gibson there, Will, they both looking at their snap counts and what side they play on, both primarily on that left side. Because Robert Quinn mm-hmm. plays the right. You'll never see him go to the other side. I think PFF had him registered at, at one snap on the left side. 
So if Robert Quinn is here and uh, Al-Kwandi Muhammad, obviously, and Travis Gibson, who's going to be – how are they going to distribute those snap counts in terms of who's going to be on the field? It might just be coming down to who's a better run defender because you said they had very similar stats, and that was something in 2020 – Alquan Dean was a very good run defender for Matt Eberflus's defense, and I think Travis Gibson's still working to become a more consistent run defender. He, right. We saw what he did in terms of sack production, but that's going to be something I'm going to be keying in on if you're saying, oh, if Alquan Dean's getting the first team reps, uh, obviously he has the connection with Eberflus before, but is it just because he can play the run a little bit better and also be opportunistic when he gets those sacks? Interesting player that the Bears have, um, and we haven't gotten to know him that much because he hasn't been around, uh, which is kind of interesting in given like how you did such a great job, Will, profiling him. Like it's not a you know high necessarily a high profile type player who you know certainly on a Robert Quinn level where mm-hmm. okay you don't show up to voluntary it's fine, um, but it is voluntary. So. And you, we don't know all the circumstances, certainly, as well. But uh, maybe we'll get a chance to to uh, see him this week. Maybe. And voluntary, I guess there should have been another question that was on our yeah. questions. Although I'll put that one a little bit lower. Um, by the way, Nunu, if he has 12, what do you say, 12 and a half sacks, nine TFLs, and three forced fumbles, like our commenter uh, put up there earlier, I will personally go across the alley here and uh, hang out with that guy on his balcony with my shirt off, I don't off know if too. he wants that, but um, you, can, you can try <laughs> <Yeah>. it. <laughs> That's been noted. Yeah. Uh, I probably shouldn't have said that, but He's like, I hey, feel very confident. You, I feel very confident that those stats will not be matched. Um, have you guys talked about my Gibson one yet? I'm sure we have. I'm, or they've, I think so. I think so. They're all running together. Yeah, I'm pretty sure we talked about Travis Gibson. Maybe that was in Studio B. That may have been in Studio... Oh, yeah, we, we filmed the show over there, Will, for the first time. It was all nice. Right. Um, but I think that was that show. Or I'm completely making that up because they're all together now. So That's fine. I don't know. I just wanted to, I just wanted to give you oh, kudos, no. Nick, for pointing out <laughs> the fact that for Gibson, like I mentioned, like he does need to improve as a run blocker. And that was something I failed to mention here where Muhammad does have an edge. Uh, no pun intended, or kind of. So I just wanted to at least give you a little bit of praise there, Nick, for kind of pulling those two profiles together. That's what we do here. Pull everything together. Yep. Well, we're going to wrap things up on today's show. Uh, I do uh, have – I wanted to say something before I got out of here, though, kind of a somber note. But um, uh, I wanted to say something about my friend John Moon Mullen. Yeah. Um, if you're a Bears Bears fan, somebody's covered the or followed the Bears – for a long time, then you know who Moon is. He's, you know, he covered the team for a very, very long time uh, for the Chicago Tribune, for NBC Sports Chicago. Um, I want to say he even goes back to Daily Herald before the Tribune. Oh, I might have been making wow. that part up, but I'm pretty sure he's told me that before. You know, the thing about Moon is Moon, it, from day one of me jumping on the beat, very, very young, not really knowing what I was doing, uh, he was so helpful and so nice and generous uh, with his time. And uh, Moon's cancer, he's been battling pancreatic cancer for like two and a half years now, and uh, it's taken a a tough turn the last month or so. Um, And just wanted to, you know, make sure everyone understands how good of a person he is and really what a job he did on the Bears beat too um and it's just you know it sucks I don't know what's been going on recently um but you know we've lost Vaughn McClure we've lost Jeff Dickerson Moon's battling right now so please pray for him please think about him um but cancer sucks we can all universally agree on that for sure and um, I wanted to point out that Moon started doing these videos on YouTube. Yeah. Uh, about six months ago, he started doing these. Uh, it's called Attitude Over Cancer, a how-to collection uh, of helps toward a positive attitude, something key in standing up against cancer. And I can tell you, um, you know, the, prog- the diagnosis that he got two and a half years ago he wasn't supposed to make it as long as he has. His attitude has been unbelievable. I think Dan Pompey put it a great way on Twitter yesterday. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he's really unintentionally written the book on how to fight through this. 
Um, but so his videos that he put up, very inspirational. Please check them out. They're on his YouTube channel. So when you get done with the show here, um, please check it out. I, his channel is just John Mullen, um, and the series is called Attitude Over Cancer, and you can um, watch them and just sh- maybe share them with somebody you know who might be battling cancer. Um, but Moon's the best. Uh, you know, some people... People f- uh, may not even know this, but when we started the Hogan Johns podcast, it, Johns wasn't a part of it at first. It oh. was probably a month in before he actually joined on as my permanent co-host on that show. The first like handful of episodes, I was just kind of asking random people on the beat to, hey, you know, you got thirty minutes to sit down with me, and like Moon was one of the first, if not the first. I'm, I'd have to go back and check, but he was one of the first because he was always so generous with his time, mm-hmm. um, and would love doing that stuff. So anyway, love you, Moon. Um, we're thinking about you, and I can tell you, all of our listeners and viewers are are thinking about you as well. Adam, can I share a Moon story real quick? Yeah, absolutely. So I was a 10th grader at Bears training camp. And I think everyone knows this is my dream, my passion. And uh, I saw him standing, you know, within the crowd. uh, And uh, I knew Moon, always looked up to Moon, someone I always respected on the beat as well, that I was always watching on like CSN uh, as well and reading his stuff online. And, you know, I wanted to thank him for all that work. And I just asked him a few questions like, you know, what would you advise for someone like me who wants to kind of grow into this? And, you know, he gave me some great advice and it was, like you said, just always willing to talk to someone, help them out and lend his time, which, you know, as a 14 year old kid, I, I guess I didn't even understand that and put it to that complete perspective. And it was just like, oh, cool. He talked to me, but like even reflecting on it, like he didn't have to do that. Like he was busy. He was watching that practice, but he did take that time to talk to me and give me some really good advice. And I did find out Oh, about a month ago, I was kind of coming through my Twitter. He was the very first person that I decided to follow on Twitter as well when I made my account back in 2010, too. So uh, Moon is someone that, just like you, and I know some others within CHGO, is someone that's very important to me. And uh, I'm glad we took some time to talk about him here at the end of the show. Yeah. Um, it sucks, but please uh, please keep him and his family in your, in your prayers because uh, he needs them right now. All right. We will be back tomorrow. Post practice, Bears mini camp. It'll be hot at practice, and we'll keep it hot here on the show. Hopefully, Justin Ooh. Fields in the offense is hot as well. Uh, the show will be at three thirty tomorrow. Uh, if you want to watch live our post practice recap from Bears mini camp, otherwise you could check it as a podcast. As always, uh, however you consume the show, we appreciate you. Please hit that subscribe button. Hit the notification so you know when we go live. This is a good week to do that. Uh, We also shared our schedule for the week up on social media. So you want to be following us at CHGO underscore sports and at CHGO underscore bears. Guys, good show. Will, good having you back. Uh, Glad you you. survived your ordeal in San Francisco. But uh, I got to be honest with you. I don't don't feel that bad about it when you got to spend that much time in in Maui. (laughs) That's the, that's the price you have to pay. I will say, Hawaii's great. Anyone who's been there knows it. It always sucks coming home from there. Mm. There's always some yep. travel issue. It takes forever. Not fun. But I wouldn't know. You got to <laughs> enjoy the ride. All right, we'll talk to you guys tomorrow.